Hey, this is Nick here from Sports Pack 12. This is our mailbag question segment. And before I get to it, just want to say it's a beautiful day in Seattle outside. Earlier this week, there was like a monsoon going. I took a walk. I seriously almost broke my phone. I was, was kind of rattled. <laughs> That's a factual statement. But the manufacturer of this phone held up. So good job. We're out here. We're out here. So enough about that. You have your mailbag questions. And you can send them in a written format. And either Dane Miller will answer via written response. Or I will probably yell at you and answer via podcast form. Just, you know, send in the questions and we'll answer it in whatever format you feel more comfortable from down south to Arizona, out to the corner of the Palouse, we got Cali, we got Oregon schools, we got Washington schools, we got Utah schools, and we got the Buffs. We got Buff Nation. I just love saying that. Don't really know why. But in all seriousness, during the season, we compete against each other. We have our rivals. But all together, we are the Conference of Champions. And let's come together and let's get some good questions. Without further ado, let, let, let's hop to it. So today's question is from Aaron in St. Louis, Missouri. And... uh Along with the question, a little bit of commentary. So first off, hey, I really appreciate everything you guys do with Sports Pack 12. I used to live in Spokane, but now I'm in St. Louis. My question is, how Nick Rolovich offenses differ from Mike Leach's? And thanks. So first and foremost, I'm, I'm loving the love, Aaron. You said, I appreciate everything you guys do at Sports Pack 12. Then you're finishing with a thanks, man. <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> we appreciate the love. So seriously, um, yeah, we appreciate it. So... To get to the actual question, just to reiterate here, how will Nick Rolovich's offense differ from Mike Leach's? So Rolovich's offense, first and foremost, is a run and shoot. Mike Leach's offense is a spread, or air raid, excuse me, air raid uh, spread offense. So before I dive into that, because it's me, you know I got to go on a kind of short random tangent. Got to say, I have some great memories in Spokane as a kid, Aaron. I used to visit my buddy Seth and his grandparents out there. They had a lot of food. They cooked a fire, man. They were seriously cooking a fire. Went and slam, uh, swam at a local pool. So seriously, had a, nothing but great memories from Spokane. They lived down in Spokane Valley. And uh, on top of that, there's really not a lot of things better than Hoopfest. For those of you who don't know, Hoopfest is a three-on-three basketball tournament in Spokane. They essentially shut down downtown. Everyone's playing, you know, from little kids to grown men. Heck of a lot, a lot of fun during the day, a lot of basketball hoops action. At night, there's a good nightlife scene if you're into that. And just all around, just a great, great community atmosphere. So, Aaron, you didn't really come here to get like a tour guide in your hometown, but I had to had to throw that out there. Come on, it's me. You know you're asking the question too. So again, now the actual answer, first and foremost. So there's a lot of different facts here, so I'm going to do my best to organize it, and I will recap everything in the end. So first and foremost... Mike Leach's offense throws the ball 80% of the time, where Nick Rolovich's offense throws it 63% of the time, or excuse me, 63% of the time last season at Hawaii. That essentially equates out to 10 to 12 more rushes a game. But don't get confused. Both offenses staple in main option and first option is going to be the passing attack. But again, in the new Nick Rolovich run and shoot offense, you're going to get 10 to 12 more rushes a game. And while that number may not seem huge, wow, my voice got really high when I said that. <laughs> Must be excited. So no, but um, while that number is doesn't seem huge, that is the difference between where in the spread running was a last resort type of option and the run and shoot, the option's actually a viable threat. Granted, again, not the main priority, but it is something that defenses will have to equate in the back of their mind. So we're going to start with the spread offense because that was what was here previous. And then I'll jump over to run and shoot. And I think it'll, that'll be the easiest way to organize this and get the most for the viewers. 
So first and foremost, the air raid has four main staples. And the first is going to be the wide splits from the offensive line. Essentially, you saw them just line up way wider than anything anyone has ever really seen from other offensive programs. I don't even know what I just said there, but you know what I'm getting at. The wide splits just very different. The reasoning behind this, essentially, it's supposed to give the offensive line a little bit more time, and it's going to make the defensive uh, linemen kind of take longer routes, uh, longer angles, less less appropriate angles to quarterback. But yeah, I'm not going to dive too deep. Again, we're going to look for interme- intermediate level of knowledge. So then you have the mesh concept in the air raid, which is essentially two receivers running short crossing routes underneath. Uh, if it's man-to-man coverage, you run away from the receiver, from the defender. If it's a zone, you kind of sit down and find the open space. Another air raid staple is going to be the four verticals, essentially four wideouts running well, verticals, you know, down the field. Let's get the tutty. Let's get the tutty. And then uh, you got a running back running the short out route. And then another air raid staple is going to be the wide receiver screen. And if you watch WSU football and Mike Leach's offense over the past five years, you know what that wide receiver screen is. It was ran so much. It was essentially their running play. And so, again, the four main air raid staples are going to be the wide split in the offensive line and then three passing concepts, the mesh, which are the short crossers, four verticals, we're going deep for the tutty, and the wide receiver screen, which I'm not explaining that. If you don't know what that is, well, your baseline knowledge may not be may not be where it needs to be. I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just, I'm just kidding, y'all. Y'all beautiful just the way you are. So in the run-and-shoot offense now, this is a system that places a lot of pressure on the wideouts. And what I mean by that is they run a route and then they have many options. They can run a plethora of options. There is no design fixed system, essentially. They, they have to read and react to what the defender is. And based off that, that is how the route will be run. This places a lot of pressure on that quarterback receiver combination. They really need to get the repetitions in so they can understand what each other's thinking. I mean, I've, I've never really heard of an offense that relies on receivers this much in terms of their football knowledge. So it should be really interesting to see it plays out, how it plays out, especially especially considering the weird circumstances in the world and the fact that they have had no opportunity to run spring practices, at least to my knowledge. Don't quote me on that, but I find it very unlikely that they're practicing right now. Another kind of thing to consider with the run and shoot is that the quarterback is going to run more. So... What this means for WSU in the upcoming season is they have a good uh, quarterback signee, or I shouldn't say good, but he's considered a dual threat quarterback signee. His name is Jaden Delora, and he's part of the 2020 class. They also have Cameron Cooper and Gunnar Cruz, but they not might not have enough speed to earn the starting nod under Rolovich. So I do want to say that the offenses are going to look similar, but there really are some similarities. And so I already covered the spread offense, and another big, and I'd say, Maybe the most notable football nerdy knowledge here to take away from the run and shoot is 99.9% of snaps are going to come out of two basic formations. And these form- formations are both going to be shotgun. The first one, you're going to have two receivers on each side, so four wide, and then a halfback next to the quarterback, so four, four wide and halfback. The other one is going to be trips, so three receivers on one side, and then one receiver isolated on the opposite side of the field. And so 99.9% of plays are going to be run out of these two sets, essentially. And these are very, very, very commonly associated with at least Nick Rolovich's run and shoot. So that's kind of the, the gist of it. The one kind of thing I'd like to mention in terms of the run and shoot is we are talking about the receiver routes earlier and how they have so many options. So depending on 
literally what the defender's doing and the receiver's read, they could be running a 12-yard out, a post, or an outside vertical, and it's really all based on alignment and technique of the defender in front of him. So those are, I'd say, the big and main takeaways from each offense. I know that was a lot, and we're talking too long here, but hey, man, I had to research up for this question. And Actually, uh, thanks thanks for the question, Aaron, because my dad and I were talking about the run and shoot the other day, and we weren't exactly sure what it was. So definitely a good good timing on that. Made, made for a good conversation between me and my pops. But again, so just to resummarize really quickly, I know that was a lot. Mike Leach is a spread offense, throws the ball 80% of the time. And the main concepts are going to be the wide splits, the mesh routes, the four verticals, and uh, the quick wide receiver screen. And the run and shoot, excuse me, Mike um, Leach's air raid system. In Nick Rolovich's run and shoot, you're going to have run it, or excuse me, throw it about 67% of the time, 10 to 12 more rushes a game, a lot more pressure on the wide outs. Again, they just have so much freedom, but pressure at the same time to really read the defense. And more running is expected out of the quarterback. And most of the, or 99.9% of plays are going to be run out of the four wide and two by two receivers or trips and one isolated receiver sets. Whew. That was a lot. All right. All right. Thanks for the question, Aaron. That's all I got. I normally got something smart to say, but I had to get that research off my chest. Have a good day. Thanks.